Open up your ears and open up your mind They'll reach into your throat and pull out your spine And when the sun blows up and the earth is gone They'll still experience grind with Kyle and Sean But uh, non-stream related, I stayed up this weekend The latest that I've stayed up in probably eight or nine years I didn't go to bed Saturday night until five in the morning Want to know why? Of course you want to know why Everybody wants to know Mm -hmm. why Finally started Frosthaven. Oh. Yeah. So we got, uh, we're playing two-handed, so we both are controlling two characters, so it's twice as much decision-making. There's also, like, twice as many enemies on the board, and they're much harder. And so in one scenario, one scenario took us almost four hours. Yeah. Insane, but so much fun. I could not believe it was almost four hours to play one scenario. Yeah. That is wild. Uh, <clears throat> I have not I mean, recovered. Understandable. It's also, uh, that's very intense, I think. But then I'm trying to think of like, I guess like for real, like on the stream, I did an eight hour chunk and like I pretty much played that long. I was trying to think of when I played, but that's really not that extreme. That's pretty, one campaign is pretty intense, like. Yeah, just one round. Frosthaven has like 130-something scenarios in it. And so just one scenario took that long, which was pretty nuts. Is it called Frosthaven? Is it in like a wintry... Yeah, so it's it's okay. a sequel to Gloomhaven, and it's set uh, further up north in an encampment called Frosthaven, and so that's kind of the base that you're building up, and then you're going out and exploring from there, doing all of these missions, following uh, a breadcrumb a breadcrumb trail that's leading you from one thing to the next, and then okay, so that was Saturday. Then Sunday, there's a wrestling pay per view. Didn't get to sleep until like midnight. Had to be up super early Monday, yesterday morning. Then last night, finally, I months ago talked Dave from Beer Me a Movie and Ryan. By the way, Beer Me a Movie, check me out on their Happy Gilmore episode that launched Monday, five days ago. Or if you're listening in the future, just look up their show and then listen to that episode. If you like it, listen to more. Anyways, I told them to get Gloomhaven on the PC and we're going to play it months ago and i finally got them to start playing it last week and monday uh, last night we were playing until like one two in the morning good Uh, god man yeah it was real bad it was real bad and i had to be up stupid early i i haven't even like texted people i've been so tired i'm looking down at my phone dave's like i'm miserable today sucks like well that's what you get for having kids how many have you played? Uh, of the scenarios with those guys? Yeah, last, on the PC. Uh, so we played, we th- played through to completion. I think three scenarios. No, but then I'm we sorry, how we many? Failed to. Who who was playing? It was you, Dave, me, Dave, and Ryan. And Ryan, okay, yep. nice man. Yeah, it was it was dope. I got them hooked, like hooked. Halfway through today. Dave's like, oh, my meeting got canceled. I'll be able to play Gloomhaven today. And I'm like, well, that's nice. My day is fucking booked. <laughs> Anywho, that's, uh, I missed you last well, week, bud. Well, thanks. Uh, and thanks to the listeners. Uh, like, lo- sometimes life just happens. Uh, 
Last week was a very, very busy, stressful week for me, and uh, I just couldn't do it all. So, uh, also, congrats! You you had a, a crazy, but also uh, you were snazzing it up. You had what the kids called the drip all week. The well, drip. That's yeah. Maybe that's, that's what they not say. what they call it. Maybe that's a disease, right? <laughs> that's a dick disease. Uh, I believe it's that's a slang term for gonorrhea, um, which is not what you had. No, I just had the the style that they also called the drip drip. drip. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, dude, you the look youth. so good. You look like gonorrhea, man. It's funny. Uh, I played Destiny with like two dudes that are a lot younger than me, and just their vocabulary differences is hilarious to listen to. I love it. Between the two of them, or what they say versus what you say. Both, and I talk like them too because it's funny, and you know you absorb those who you hang out with. So mm-hmm. I haven't done it in like regular conversation yet, but there, oh, it's so hilarious. I love listening to a talk. I'll tell It'll you, be like swag, swag, swag. Yeah, <laughs> a normal folk don't exactly appreciate that. You you say something like that, or uh, yo, they be bussing, or I don't know, whatever yeah. they be saying, whatever they I love be saying. All that. Wow. And mm-hmm. I immediately get a, don't do that. You work with young kids too, right? Yeah. The and youth, they all go, don't so. do that. Oh, yeah. It's funny. Yeah. I get like, I get told I'm like a dad trying to fit in, which is hmm. super deflating to your ego. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that I didn't think that I looked that old, but now yeah, I'm being told really, I'm like a dad. It sucks like being compared to a dad. Or, like, having the dad bod when, like, you're not a dad at all. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it's it's not a good time. No. It's like, man, I, I, I worked really hard to not be a dad. And, uh, <laughs> I did all the right things. Yeah, man. Uh, I converted to hashtag butt stuff just to make sure. But, uh, you know, it's never it's never enough, man. Uh, but it you made it, dude. All. You made What's it. That? You got all the time in the world yeah. now. Well, not all the time, but you got way more time to play the new Destiny expansion. Sure. That was I've the other ask thing. You, yeah. How you liking it? What are your thoughts? I'm I'm really digging it, man. The new subclass is fucking cool. Even though, like, the coolest part about it, I don't even use on my character. Tell me about it. Because there's an even cooler build. Well, like, the big thing is the new subclass that came out this time, and it's called Strand. Is it water? But essentially... It's not water. It's like you're weaving stuff from the f- strands of existence. Uh, but essentially what it is, dude, they've added first-person web-slinging like Spider-Man. It's insane. Wait, what? Yeah, dude. It's ridiculous. Are you just like you- web-slinging with like Mako energy everywhere? Essentially, yeah. It's big green like energy that comes out of your, your left wrist. You swing around. It pulls you. You can pull yourself to enemies, pull smaller enemies to you. You get a melee. Oh, dude. Okay, it's dumb question. Okay, crazy. Uh, we're talking yeah. like Spider Man here, right? Which, mm-hmm. in your head canon, which Spider Man are you? Are you the Spider Man that's really cool oh. and actually shoots webs from your wrist, or are you one of the lame later ones here, where they're like, "Oh, it's actually a gadget," and he refills the the web packets? <laughs> like that's dumb as fuck. I like that you say later ones, but that was always the original canon of Spider Man. Really. Yeah, Peter Parker's a shoot webs from his wrists. That was invented in uh, the Spider-Man Sam Raimi movies because it was easier to explain than him also being a genius that invented it 
it's much works better in in like uh, the comic book. Plus, they could relate it to the puberty issues, which they kind of do because it's this new power and he doesn't understand it, and he's leaving a sticky mess all over his room. Wow, Spider Man sucks. Mm-hmm. But no, he, he always has invented them. So uh, it was it, technically, I think he like stole it from uh, Osborne Labs. I think mm. it was like a thing that. Because, of course, you know, he also interned there. So, uh, fitting. Spider Man. It was like a. As I just super learned, high a scumbag. Tensile, like, uh, just thing for, like, transporting stuff, of course. But, yeah, that's, uh, there you go, buddy. I, uh, wow. I only know that because as a kid, Spider Man was, like, my number one. But to answer your question that you asked a long time ago, I always envisioned myself as two different Spider-Mans, but generally Spider-Man 2099. Okay. Who is the super futuristic one. He's really awesome and he has like a really cool design. Uh, but also I always really like the classic, uh, it's like a 60s Spider-Man where he has the webbing wings under here. Yeah, buddy. I love that. I love that suit, man. I don't so know why. Good. Dude, yeah. the older cartoon, the older cartoon superheroes, Maybe I'm just an old. I think I'm just an old. But sure. they're like the fucking greatest. Like the old blue and gray, like Batman. Oh, like, yeah. Dude, like course, greater than everything else, you know? For sure. And like the old Spider-Mans. Paul Dini, oh, man. So good, it? man. So good. The, the Spider-Man cartoon? Yeah. On, on Fox where he, he couldn't punch enemies? I love that one. So good. Is it that something, or was it just X-Men that just re-released on, like, what is it, Disney Plus? I'm sure, yeah, X-Men just came out there, yeah. I might, now I'm talking about it, I might get Disney Plus again just to rewatch that series. I was a big fan of that series. It's got the best uh, theme song. Yeah, it does. Yep. Cartoons used to be so good. They were they were pretty badass, man. Yeah. Did you ever do uh did you get down with Beast Wars? Um no. Outside of the books, no. The closest I, I think I ever got to that was you remember the fighting game? Yeah. I'm ta- the Transformers, right? Is no, that not, not the Transformers. I'm talking about the Transformers. Is that the one that had maybe I'm thinking of Animorphs, but could you like flip through the page and they transforms? I guess so. I never read Animorphs, but on the front, there's always them turning into some sort of uh, thing. I'm thinking of Bloody Roar. Oh, yeah. Bloody Roar. Now, that was a sweet game. I yeah, love that game that fucking series. rocked. Yeah, that game was awesome. All of them. The Chameleon Dude? Mm-hmm. Dude. They fucking need to make eight. another blo- Bloody Roar. I tell you what we need to do. I'm going to fucking buy that on PlayStation 1 and next 24-hour stream, we're playing Bloody Roar. God damn it. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. That'll be tight. I'm so hyped for that. Yo, people are going to jump in and be like, what is this game? Which is like depressing, but also makes me feel better about being able to educate the future. The future the kids past. that say, swag, swag, swag. <laughs> oh my gosh. Did I tell you on uh, on the podcast about the Super Nintendo that I looked up? Yeah, we. I think we talked about it. Uh, it if not on the podcast, we talked about it, but... Yeah, I have a in-box Super Nintendo with the pack in, like, Link to the Past. Everything's still, like, wrapped sealed. in the plastic. And yeah. it's ba- it's basically complete in-box. New open in-box. 
Um, nothing's even been taken out of the packages. And I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, man, I could sell this for like $800. And then last night I was laying in bed. I'm like, dude, I put this aside, hide this somewhere in like a tote box for the next 20 years. That thing's going to be worth so much money or nothing. One of, one of the two, you know? That is the, oh man, that's fun. Have you heard the story about the, uh, there was a dude that mistakenly threw away uh, his computer that had a hard drive on it that had Bitcoin? Yes. Did yep. you see the conclusion to the story? No. Yeah, buddy. He found it. Wait, he found it? Uh-huh. How? Because he spent uh, $1.3 million getting permits and renting heavy equipment and getting permission to check certain sections of the landfill where it was... It would have been dumped at that day on that time from that area. What? Dude, we're talking about spreadsheets upon spreadsheets upon spreadsheets of, like, tracking this stuff down. And he searched through and he found it. Wow. You know what? Good on him. Good on him. It wasn't Bitcoin. No, it wasn't? It was, like, a weird Bitcoin offshoot that... No! It was still, like, it's a Bitcoin certified variant but isn't tied to real bitcoin so it did not worth like nothing i think it was worth like maybe i want to say it's either 50 or five hundred thousand, but nothing like what he was thought it was and he would do he for real he took out like a loan for 1.3 million dollars with the bitcoin on the hard drive as his equity and oh it's not even worth that, God. dude. Yeah. That, talk about, oof. That just made my skin crawl. Yeah, bro. Wow. Well, praise, uh, well, thoughts up to that, dude. Um, yeah. Prayers out or something. I don't know. That, that sounds insane, like an though, adventure. Man. To find it and then to be. <laughs> Ugh. So crushed. Man. I don't know. I don't know. I hope that uh, I hope that Bitcoin just like absolutely shits the bed, goes away. That I'm glad that. Uh, what was the man? Why can I not even think about it? like it was that? Jesus, what was those fake images you could buy? NFTs. Yeah, yeah. Non fungible tokens. Those bad They're boys are thing. like trash now, right? They're still a thing. Uh, you know, Trump sold some earlier this year on Twitter. Now you can buy one to link to your profile for something in the blockchain. I really don't fully understand it, Sean. And call me an old. I don't fucking want to. No, neither do I. At this point, I don't care. I, I don't even want you to explain to me. Like, mm-hmm. there's probably people right now r- listening, rolling their eyes, being like, "These olds, you Fine. know, we could teach Fine. them." Th- I, I, I don't care. I don't mm-hmm. care if nope I'm good I am good I will spend all the time in the world learning how to make pickles and jerky don't care about NFTs I propose within the year we change the name from experience grind to grumpy old man show I'm here for it <laughs> I mean I am loving this spoilers folks you're gonna get an episode of that today <laughs> <laughs> man aren't well, we ever what the hell? Sean, I guess I gotta ask first and foremost, right off the bat, why this movie? 
I okay. So this is gonna clear up some talking points. Uh, I was talking to somebody from work about how I how excited I was to be going on to uh, beer me a movie to talk about Happy Gilmore, one of my all time favorite movies. And so someone from work goes, "Oh my god, know what I watched last night? I watched Almost Heroes. Have you watched that?" I'm like, "No, I I haven't." And he goes, "Well, it's got." You know, that guy, that guy from Friends, uh, what's his name? Not him. I'm like, Chandler, Matthew Perry. And he's like, yes, that guy, right? I'm like, okay. And I'm already not really sold on it because I have never seen the appeal of Matthew Perry. Shoot me. Don't care. Um, But then he goes, you know, it's got Chris Farley in it. And Chris Farley is one of those big blind spots for me where I've seen next to none of Chris, next to no Chris Farley stuff. Yeah. This movie does not help. Um, And so I'm like, you know what? Let's do that. You know, I shot you a message. I'm like, almost heroes. I got to watch this. I want to talk to, you know, Kevin about this at work. And just, I don't listen to people's recommendations very often when it comes to movies. Mm -hmm. This is why. Uh, So I was going to say, maybe stop with Kevin. Jesus, fuck. And uh, congrats on your new job, Kev. Bother other people. Um, oh, he's got a new job? Damn, I was hoping you could go to work and tell him I said... <laughs> oh, I will. Yeah, this is okay. last week, so okay, I'll be yeah. able to get that in there. Just a gift from me, yeah. please. <laughs> I'll, I'll give him another. He'll get two birds. Yeah, Because give him the people couldn't cold. hear what you did. <laughs> and so I thought to myself, well, where could this go wrong? And I quickly looked up the cast of characters, and I was like, okay, I mean, this has got a decent cast of characters in it. And Dude, so the director even. Yeah. And you know, that's full send. This should this should be fun. Um this was not fun. This movie was really bad and if this is from my understanding, what Dave from Beer Movie told me, this movie came out after Chris Farley died. Uh if this is how Five Chris months Farley after is, he died. Yeah. Yeah, after he died. Uh if this is how he acted cuz I get it. I've seen him on Saturday Night Live. Loud noises over the top. It's not my style. So I don't know. So that's the ri- that's the why. <laughs> Fair enough. And again, uh, give Kevin a big old finger from me. Okay. Um, a thumb straight up his butthole. It's uh, I don't know. So I've seen this movie bits and pieces on TV. Um, it's one of those that. When it came out, it immediately got panned, even though it was uh, one of Christopher Farley's last film appearances. Uh, and he did, I, I, he died five months before it released. And even that couldn't save it, dude. This movie fucking bombed. And oh, man. I, I always remember hearing it that. sucked. And I didn't ever have a desire to watch it because I like Chris Farley a lot. Uh, Tommy Boy is one of my top movies of all time. Uh, Black Sheep is not as good, but it has some entertaining parts. Uh, but I just had always heard it was not good. I also, there's some Matthew Perry I do like. He's pretty good in this movie with, I think it's, is it, if it's Nev Campbell, I'm going to kill myself because. Are we talking about their, uh, Native American counterpart? Because that's Lisa B. no. No, uh, it's Matthew Perry's in it. Um, oh, are you thinking like, of a different movie? Yes, yes. Gotcha. Uh, I was just trying to think of it. Fools Rush In. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of that one. Um, where he pretends to be a gay man for uh, Selma Hayek, yes. That. I think. No, it's not even this one. I also like him in the whole nine yards. Get What I'm getting at is, for the most part, I don't find him as terrible. But here's the thing, bro. He is awful in this movie for this part. Mm-hmm. I think I, one small change would have improved it tons. And you don't even have to go that far. Stay in Friends, I think David Schwimmer. I think that would have been much better here. Because that part needs to be a straight man, and Matthew Perry is too silly of a straight man. He's and too, it can work, but not here. He's too goofy, and he's too... He's too goofy looking, too. Like, And I don't mean that in a bad way, but you already have Chris Farley turning it up to 15. Exactly, exactly. And, and there's like literally no balance, and I don't know mm-hmm. if I could in this movie, even if they changed the way that the character acted, made him any, seri- any more serious, but that's not his role in this movie because he's also Precisely. got a, a weird character in this as well that starts as some hoity-toity fuck that everybody wants to leave by the end of the movie, reels them back in, and, you know, you got your happy ending. But it just doesn't work. Dude, It's it feel, this whole movie feels so hollow. Like you, you said that you caught, like, bits and pieces of this on TV. Yeah. Like, to me, by the end of this movie, I was staring at my screen being, thinking to myself, I cannot believe this released in theaters. Mm-hmm. I, like... Even a made-for-TV movie is a fucking, is pushing it on this movie. And I mean that in the nicest possible way, but I felt like I would have been so mad if I spent my money and saw this in theaters in the, just in the ending sequence alone with the bald eagle and he's being flown around. It was so (laughs) dumb. And then Kevin recommends this movie to me, right? And a yeah. couple days yeah. later, somebody else from work is like, I heard you guys talking about this. That's a, I hadn't seen it before, and it came up and came on after this other movie. That's a pretty good movie. I hope you enjoy it. Oh my God. I'm surrounded dude. by buffoons. Oh my God. <laughs> Fucking it's buffoons, terrible. man. It's t- I want to know if other people have actually seen this movie. I, I, it's weird. I'm not trying to be like purposely shitty, but it really was. One of the worst movies I've seen in a long time, for complete honest. Like, it is just not entertaining. There was a couple of times I laughed. Like, I, the egg gag was kind of funny just because Chris Farley is, uh, expressive, funny dude. You can mm-hmm. see, yeah, you can see his emotions range through. He doesn't even say anything. It's very funny. That's really about what I remember laughing at. Yeah, that's about it. And for every one of those, you have like, Okay, so this is going to be weird because I did like the uh, the guy in town that could do everything from being a haircut, you know, give you a bath, pull your teeth, he's a taxidermy. And while you do have the really stupid, the stupid shit of the taxidermied animals all having human teeth, I laughed at how stupid that was. Sure. But then for like every one of those scenes that you said that was very good, it's very expressive, it's just a really bad Three Stooges level of schlockiness of when like he's trying to extract his molar and oh yeah i just watched it feeling embarrassed for myself but also entire like super thrilled that nobody else joined me in watching this movie well besides you but like in person <laughs> oh so sarah wasn't a uh, collateral damage no 
Uh, <laughs> you lucky. I, Mandy watched it with me because she loves Chris Farley more than me. And boy, were we both really upset. Oh, my goodness. She didn't we even like believe- this? Nah, dude. It was terrible. Oh, she wow. might have hated it more than I did. She just she keeps talking about it. She's like, I can't believe it was so bad. Like, I didn't even want to watch it. Man. And oh, I don't know. You, I had high hopes when you responded with, oh, heck yeah. We, we can do that. Mandy loves Chris Farley. Mm-hmm. Well, it's great. Like, it's so, dude. All right. So the premise of this movie is Matthew Perry wants to also map the route to the Pacific Ocean mm-hmm. and beat Lewis and Clark, who have a two-week head start, because he doesn't like them for reasons we don't know. And this is our entire motivation for the movie. And he hires, I guess, the second best tracker, because he didn't get Clark, he got Chris Farley. And antics follow, along with Eugene Levy, who is also usually very great. Man, and the fucking, the conquistador, dude. All of this, so bad. Yeah, the conquistador, which was random and, like, so fucking random. It made no sense at all. And I'm trying to see, wow, how is he not top billing on this movie? His name's escaping me right now. I'm looking at it, too. He he is not top billing on this movie. And it's Hidalgo is his name. Kevin Dunn. Kevin Dunn plays Hidalgo, which is really funny because the whole time, like, I knew that Kevin Dunn was in this movie, but between him and Eugene Levy, they do not, you cannot recognize them in whatever they're wearing. Both of them, it's so, the costume design in this is, is great, but none of it makes any sense. None of it. Like, why are there Spanish conquistadors? Just roaming the Pacific Northwest in the Midwest. I don't know. I uh, There's no, I have no idea. And admittedly, this movie made me fall asleep for like 10 minutes. So maybe I missed that entire <laughs> plot point. Who knows? I if it, if it was there, I don't remember it. And to frankly, to, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it's and not I, worth remembering. I guess it was tossed in there to just, you know, be uh, exactly what we're talking about. Like, wow, that's so random. It's funny. Well, no, it wasn't funny. And also, legitimately, Bartholomew Hunt, Chris Farley's character, is being hung in, in front of a town of people as Leslie Edwards, uh, Matthew Perry's, Perry's character, comes leisurely strolling into town with his slave, driving a horse-drawn cart at a pace that's fast. But not too but fast. Not un- but not too fast. Not uncomfortable. We want to get there, but I want to be comfortable. It's ugh, so bad. So, so, so bad. Oh, yeah. Uh, Chris Farley's character is being uh, hung for public intoxication that led to him uh, forcing a, a soldier to dance with him. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I guess, I guess it's a joke. <laughs> okay. So that actually had my favorite part of the movie in there is when he's being dra- dragged through town. And he's like, ah, now, and he's being his over the top, right? And the Mm -hmm. town is hurling insults on him. And the lady goes, I hope God spits on you or something in hell. And he goes, really? 
He is just so blown away that this lady went so over the top with it that he it's almost like when in wrestling, when somebody breaks character and it's really funny, but that's how it felt in this movie. But then from there, it was all kind of downhill until you've got what's his name? Bidwell just having the worst luck upon everybody. But yeah, I get, yeah. Like you said, it is a tale of these guys trying to get across the country, get to the Pacific. And as you can imagine, everything that could go wrong does go wrong. And then things that could go wrong that shouldn't go wrong also go wrong. Yeah, they're, they're essentially like the <laughs> there's this fucking <laughs> movie called, uh, I think, Without a Paddle. That follows yeah. almost the same plot points. With but Seth it's Green. Just, it's, it's way funnier. It's infinite funny, infinitely funnier, and I don't even like yeah. Seth Green. I know, but he's funny in it. And so yeah. is Dak Shepard and uh, who the fuck is the other guy? I don't remember who the last guy is. Oh, is it Matthew Lillard? I think it is. Oh, yeah, Anyways. it's Matthew Lillard. Yep. Um, it's I like so... how I committed to that, even though I'm not even sure. You're not. I know. It's great. Look it up and correct me. It's, uh, what else, man? I had some other things that I'm, I'm going to say I'm not shitting on, but I'm, I'm really am shitting on it. <laughs> it's, uh, oh, no. Yeah, I'll shit on this. Uh, how'd you like, uh, Shakina? Uh, so just, it's not even funny. Like, the, the Sacagawea, um, like, oh, the off brand Sacagawea. That's what I like. They introduce this, uh, dude as having this rivalry with Lewis and Clark. And then you see Lewis and Clark in the movie twice for maybe a total of 30 seconds completely. Total. Like from a distance. It could have been yeah. this entire cast at, just at a distance. And that would have been a funnier joke if it was literally the same people in different costumes. Hilarious. Yeah. But no, uh, we just see like 10 random people in a quick shot that lasts for like a few seconds. And then we also see them coming to the beach after our heroes and they're just like, Ah, uh, darn. And they turn, they never get closer than like 50 feet to the camera. Are those your boys going crazy? No, that's the neighbor's dogs. Oh. I was going to say so. that's super cute. I love Bentley and Beefcake, um, <sighs> but I hate your neighbors. Uh, so yeah, it was Matthew Lillard. Uh, you were completely right. But dude, I am the human IMDb. <laughs> we could just make this movie infinitely better. Yeah. Um, like that would have been so much funnier. Uh, what's up th with this r random Frenchman who then gets in cohorts with Spanish conquistadors? Like you already know that uh, that guy Fontaine Fontenet or whatever the hell Fontenot. his name is guy Fontenot. Fontenot. Um, is up to no good. You know, you can just tell by the way he looks. He's a schmarmy fuck. Super schmarmy. Um, man, I don't even know. This was. I think that this had the potential to be okay with better lead casting and I don't know, a little bit more of a serious tone. I do enjoy dumb movies sometimes, but this was like too dumb. Like I said, this also just felt really cheap. Like if, and it, I guess it was, it somehow had a budget of $60 million, which I was shocked because that, I assume I means they built a lot of these sets, but they look like they just borrowed them from other things. Uh, it had a budget of thirty million. Thirty million, still that's but made lot. six million. Yeah, uh, like you said, it fucking bombed. 
terrible return. This has some of the worst green screen effects that I've ever seen in right? a movie. So t- why are they even there? I, because we had to get shots of a bald eagle carrying Chris Farley over an ocean. I guess so. I think that's part of it. And I think part of it is like, I think they probably wanted to do reshoots, but then Chris Farley died and they, you, you kind of, it feels like they kind of had to make a movie with what they had. They so. desperately needed reshoots. One of the first thing I noticed in this movie was how terrible the editing was. It's all over the, yeah, just like absolutely. <laughs> we don't even ever talk about editing in movies, but the editing in this was so egregious that I was like, I can't not bring this up. One of the very first scenes in the movie when he is being hung and he is like wildly flailing and you have uh, Matthew Perry's character come on the screen and it is a weird cut from him wildly flaring to him just kind of being still and struggling. It, mm-hmm. it like it's such a weird transition. <coughs> it was it was bad. It was really bad and noticeable. There's also like. I hope you like shots of people walking in the woods and ambling about because holy shit, that's like half this movie. It's oh my god! Don't you like Lord of, of the Rings? Walking. I do like Lord of the Rings. There's here's the difference too. There's a coherent direction in Lord of the Rings. In this movie, <laughs> again, like dude, they're coming this way on the screen, and then they're coming this way, and they're yeah. not even trying to imply that they're confused and lost. It's just terribly shot and edited, and I don't get it. It's Christopher Guest, man. He makes good stuff. Yeah, I like makes, a lot of his shit. It makes no sense. The story's all over the place. They are ping bing bonging all over the United States for no reason. Starting in Arlington, winding up down in St. Louis, just to head back up northwest. Like, yeah, they have really dumb reasons to be getting everywhere. And I think nine times out of ten, it's just a reason for the Bidwell character to get mauled by something or get shot 19 times to lose a leg. Like, that is the most coherent through line in this movie Mm -hmm. was that guy just having terrible luck. Yeah. And even that, like, it wasn't even funny. No. Nine times out of ten, it wasn't. It, to the point where when you got Edwards, who, uh, in canoes. So, at about the point I woke up was when they're on the river, floating down the river, right? And they see Lewis and Clark's uh, crew getting off the river because they probably knew something was coming up. And you got Edwards just being this douchey, we're passing them, let's get ahead, rah, rah, rah attitude that sends them through a white water rapids and off of a waterfall so everybody's like dude fuck you man like Mm -hmm. we're done you've got bidwell's character that's like oh man come on guys let's let's just get there we already got like a hundred more miles like what the blue fuck is going (laughs) on in this movie and then the conquistadors show back up like 20 miles later for no reason at all other than it's, he couldn't get with shakuna mm-hmm. and he got it, beat in a duel he got beat in a duel a drinking duel yeah i just uh wow this movie no point. blows 
I also I wanted to come and fix it. Now, uh, the movie I was thinking of with Matthew Perry did have Nev Campbell. I was right, but it's called Three to Tango. Oh. It's also got Dylan McDermott. Okay. Uh, but Is he Matthew... the slimy looking one? Yeah, yeah. He's on uh, the first two seasons of American Horror Story. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's a couple of Dylans that I confuse. Which one? Okay, so Dylan McDermott isn't the one that I was just picturing in my head. Oh no, there's another, <clears throat> another hmm. guy that looks like that. I mean, he does. They all do look kind of the same. Yeah, they're all like white dudes with dark brown black hair, and like good looking enough. Oh, there's a Dylan with the last name Wang. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> That's the Chinese place I get out here. It's called Wangs. <laughs> all of them are called Wangs. It's crazy. I go there exclusively because it's a business that was called Wangs. <laughs> Yo, man, do you want to go get some Wangs? Responds with a wink. Could also just be a southern way of saying wings. Mm, that's true. Y'all uh, some Wangs. That that would be way more entertaining to just hear somebody uh, say that over and over again, um, than watching this movie. <laughs> okay, uh, this is gonna bother me. Crash! You keep I think looking him up. Crash. I'm gonna keep talking shit on almost heroes. What else is so dumb? Uh, again, Eugene Levy is just underutilized or misused. Uh, again, I don't get because he and Christopher Guest work together on almost everything. They're good friends. They do great work together. Not in this. Um, Chris Farley as well is just, he's the best part of the movie, and it's still not that great. Oh, you found it? Who is it? Matt Dillon. I was thinking oh, of Matt, Matt Dillon. Dillon. Yeah. So instead of Dillon, it is a Dillon. You're right. Yeah. He's a slimy looking dude. I like Dillon chips. <laughs> like, Dylan, are we talking about Dylan like pickles? <laughs> Like, are, you, are we talking about from Rugrats? That's what I was going to say. Remember when there was a fucking show where the people had the last name Pickles, and then they just called their fucking son Dill? Yeah. Like, fuck you, people. Fuck Man, you. I, I thought that was so clever when I was like eight years old and Dill came out. I'm like, oh my God, it's like a pickle. That's so cool. Now so looking like, back, it's like, hmm. Dude, you, you've what? ruined your child's life at school. They'll be yeah. made, they will not have friends. Nobody wants to be friends with Dill Pickle. Um, honestly, listeners out there, if you are expecting a kid and you're planning on naming your kid Dylan, please, 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 please don't even, okay. Yeah. Talk with your wife about this or if you're adopting whoever your partner, please make their middle name be pickles because that would be hilarious. And then they got to go as Dylan P, whatever the last name is. Dylan P. Yeah. Dylan I like Pickles. that though. That, that actually has a nice roll to it. Dylan, Dylan P. P. Right? Yeah. Yeah. They could they could uh, abbreviate it like Daniel John does like DJ. You could do DP. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> the delayed reaction in that was mm, chef kiss. <laughs> um, what else, Sean? Uh, is it? Nothing I want to talk about literally anything other than this movie. Yeah, let's go back to talking about what we were talking about. What we start the show with? Uh, we were on a different subject. It was good. 
Frosthaven, Destiny. Yeah, Frosthaven. I remember Frosthaven. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. You know what one of my favorite gaming memories was? And that's what I'm so bummed and sad that Ryan played this for so long because I love that day that me, you, and him played Civ Five online together. Yeah. And like, he did not have a good time at all and does not want to do that again. And that sucks because that was awesome. Yeah, that was fun. I think it would be more fun if I had a uh, better idea of how to play it. And I think um, it's tough to play for like an hour and a half in a game against other people when you don't exactly know what you're doing. But I feel like yeah. it might be one sure. of those games where if he uh, spent a little bit of time by himself, and I can't speak for him. This, for me, is how it would play out. Like if I could have a better idea of what to do, I would absolutely play it again. So it doesn't just feel like I'm getting my ass kicked for an hour and a half. See, I think what we need to do is get Dave interested in it. Mm. Then we'll bring Ryan in via osmosis. Yeah, good luck with that. All Dave's talking about is Gloomhaven. I'll let it. It'll run its course. Mm. You say that. Everything peaks and valleys. And then you got you to gotta introduce stuff down here in the valley. Like, oh, yeah, that's cool, man. Uh, have you thought about this for a little bit? And then they're like, <laughs> oh, okay. I, New peak. I heard you like Gloomhaven. Have you played the version of that with, um, like, Napoleon? It's called Civ. That, see, that's even the bigger bonus because it's like real world history stuff. And Dave, nuts about that shit. Mm. Nowhere they lose me on games like that, though. This is Okay. Listeners, this is a gaming pet peeve of mine. If you are going to make a game, do not nickel and dime me. Like, give me a, a, a finished edition. Don't give me, like, a game. And then charge me if I want to get everything. Don't charge me $100 to get all of the, all of the playable characters. Like, don't charge me 60 bucks if you're going to charge me 60 bucks again. You know what I'm saying? There's like, yeah. there's Civ 5, and then there's like Civ 5 Complete. Oh, sure. Like, yeah, yeah. Or like, I get what you you're could saying. buy. I, oh, it's so dumb. I have, uh, I've only played the base one because I feel like I think my buddies have bought like some of the DLC characters, and you can't even use them if everybody doesn't have them. So, like, exactly. It's only, it's only for single player anyway, so it's silly. Yeah, so, it's dumb. I wouldn't. It's, I always just played the base games. They're nice. fun enough. I, uh, I mean, I would be open to playing head-to-head -head, uh, to uh, learn it better. I think I would have fun with that. What, did we do that on Steam? I think we did that on Steam. I don't know. Kyle. Uh, yes, if sir. You, if you were to rate... If you were to rate Almost Heroes... Man... I'm sorry. I, I really don't want to bring it back to this, but we've got to. Can you pull up Facebook and see if anybody replied to the, the thing that there you was, put up? There was one, uh, and I did think it was actually kind of interesting. Okay. Let me see. Uh, I'm switching it now. While Go you're ahead. looking it up, if you were to rate hmm. this movie on a scale of, man, I thought of it earlier, on a scale of one... To 15 conquistador wigs in the, in the Midwest. How many conquistador wigs would you give this movie? This wasn't the, the scale that I thought of while watching the movie, but honestly, by the end of the movie, I didn't want to think about it anymore, and so I completely forgot. I mean, 
15's even a higher scale. I would say average like three. Nice. Yeah, I feel comfortable with that. Okay, that's that's fair. <sighs> yeah. I don't, do you have a favorite part of this movie? Again, I, I laughed when uh, when he ate the one egg, and he went up, and then he got. He's like he he's reserved. He's like, God damn it, I gotta go get this other egg. Yeah. So he goes up and he gets the second egg, and he's looking at it, and he's like, No. And he goes and kills a pig, and he's frying up bacon. But then he looks at the egg again, and he cracks it, so he makes another big... And we see that there's three eggs, so he's been up there twice, so of course we know he's going back to get the third one. And then, of course, the funny payoff is that she just needed the egg shell, so he mm-hmm. could have... It was... I did laugh at that. That was good. Good setup. Good uh, visual storytelling. Uh, that's really the only part of this movie I remember that. And then, like, the Lewis and Clark stuff that was there for no reason. Yeah. Overall, not... Eh. Eh. Yeah. Yep. Damn, the Conquistador's wig was pretty good. I got to think of... Uh, okay, Shawnee. Okay. If you... were... a dentist slash taxidermist slash doctor slash barber... I was you just made... thinking to myself how many teeth were in a human mouth. I couldn't. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, could... I don't what know is it, either. 32? I, I, I think it's 32. Uh, yeah, on a scale of 1 to 32, if you taxidermy to deer, how many teeth are you putting in that mouth? <laughs> on a scale of 1 to 32 totally Sorry. human teeth in uh-huh. that deer mouth, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm giving this movie, I don't know. It, this isn't. I'll give it like a 10. Um, okay, yeah, fair. I, I feel okay giving this like a 10. This isn't the worst movie I've ever seen. Like, I could put this on in the background, and as long as I'm not paying attention to it, I think just like listening to it, I'd be fine. But having to watch this movie and going into it with the expectation that it was any good, I think really just bot- bottomed it out even more for me. This is a movie of just pointless scene to pointless scene to pointless scene and yeah, like, like i mentioned uh, like i mentioned uh, earlier like you have the random conquistadors coming back and i don't even know where they were like 20 miles away from the coast right i guess they're doing have something this, that they yeah to have this big scene and then you have the eagle like getting revenge on the like fucking halfway across the country you know it, it like nothing makes sense. It, people are people and animals are getting revenge halfway across the country for no reason, just to try to get a cheap pop or a cheap laugh. And honestly, at this point, for thirty million dollars, yeah, this movie deserved this. Like only this six million dollar, but or worldwide whatever that they got. Here's the th- like, Strange Wilderness was funnier than this. I love Strange Wilderness. Yeah. And that movie is an incoherent, just sloppy mess, too. But, but it it's, was funny. Exactly. And I, I, this movie, I don't know, man. It's so weird it ended up this way with the cast and the people behind it. It should not have. It, I don't know. I would actually like to get more info on the behind the scenes of Almost Heroes. Like, what the hell went down? 
I would love to break that down. And if I have any motivation to in the coming days, I might look into, into that because th- this is a this was a mess, an mm. absolute mess. Dude, I watched this movie sober and I don't even know if I would have found it funny while high. Mm-hmm. Like there may have been a couple more scenes that I laughed at, but I think ultimately I would have walked away from this being like that was stupid. Um, so yeah, I want to know what the hell happened with this movie. And I think maybe Chris Farley dying really did have an impact on the final product. Sure. Certainly had to, but it was only what? Five months after he died. Like how much could they have gone? Five months after he died. Um, so like how much post production versus when it was finished versus when it came out, like how much did that actually affect it? I don't know. Mm hmm. Woof. Well, there was a time. (laughs) Was was this the first of the movies that I've chosen since? Yeah, so essentially, we can only go up from here. And technically, Kevin chose this one. So nice. Thank you, Kevin. You're a douchebag. Do we have to do a a Fincher flick? A late Fincher flick? I mean, we can. Uh, I think only. Lanham would notice and be upset. I do love Lanham, but it's also it's also March now. So all right, well, nice. uh, we'll see. I mean, we can just do a Fincher whenever. I just February was already so heavy. I wasn't ready for a Fincher on top of it all. You know? Yeah, that's that's fair. Woof. Well, I'll figure out what the upcoming movies are. I did okay. not put that much thought into it, honestly. Like, you had a hell of a week last week. I was equally as happy to oblige when kind of we were chatting about it and we couldn't really make it work. Uh, yeah. Lots of stuff happening behind the scenes. Um, but I will think over think about it over the next couple coming days. Um, obviously, with Kevin leaving, that was a huge hit for me and at work, so... Uh, being able to balance between the two and keep my head sane uh, that week off was a huge help for me. Mm-hmm. Um, Same. So appreciate so it. I will figure out something for next week. We'll get a post up asking uh, uh, people's thoughts. Uh, did you get that Facebook up so we can give a shout out to um, who was on? Or who yeah, it, it was uh, Shane L. Who... Uh, he says he, they were in the national news a few times for being at an anti-religious uh, freedom uh, restoration act uh, protest. He said, and that was a very interesting week at work. So nice. Um, it's a. Uh, I could see that. You know, I've never been. I'm trying to think if there's ever a time I was an almost hero or even a hero, and I can't really think of anything. I lead a pretty boring non-exempt life uh i don't know i feel like if you ever did something heroic would you like accept like the key to the city and all that shit no 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 i would i Uh, eat it up no i don't think so like i even this is my thing is like i love doing this show and i know a lot of people around here know that i do this show but i don't you know, I prefer to promote this with people who aren't around here because I, as much as like our friends think that I really enjoy the attention. Yeah, I do. But like my friends, it's really fun. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I've been invited onto podcasts like local podcasts, and I just don't I don't want to be a part of that. You know, mm-hmm. I you know, I enjoy doing this to spread happiness to other people, not necessarily make anything about me. 
Um, and the notoriety, yeah. I get that. Yeah, and like I've I've brought up things in the past, you know, like when that person, when I was out on a run and I ran into that person who was beat up and I called, you know, the ambulance, they Oh, came. you did do that. You were yeah. a fucking hero. And so, like, I don't know. Um, I I just saw somebody hop onto Steam in the bottom bottom right hand corner this is actually kind of funny uh pop up to say uh that they were playing a game and the game was called massive dad shits <laughs> i've never heard of that and no nope. actually either that was the game or that was their gamer tag um could have been that could have been that um dave what are you playing um anyways uh yeah like i said earlier in the show go check out uh beer me a movie mm-hmm. uh i was on there this week covering a much better movie. Happy Gilmore is outstanding. That was an incredible episode. Go So go give them a listen if you haven't already. I know we do have a lot of crossover, but if yep. you just found our show today on this episode, I'm sorry. Go back and listen to literally any other episode. Yeah. It is a much better topic. You can say, I think our shitty, and that's why like I, I didn't like the movie. Here's the thing. I liked this episode. I like talking not great stuff. It's inter- I think these are the most interesting episodes personally. I think it's easier to have a more interesting episode when one we can really analyze and talk about the intricacies of something. That's why I really liked the detective ones mm-hmm. and like Lasong in and Hercule Perot, those ones or ones like this. It's really tough to just like go off on a movie that both people really enjoy or that mm-hmm. everybody's seen. I actually didn't know how the Happy Gilmore episode was going to come out because everybody knows that. Everybody loves that movie. How are you going to sit there and gush about it and say things that people haven't heard for an hour, you know? Um, So, yeah, I guess this was a really good episode. But go back, check out our backlog. Go listen to our boys. They love it. Kyle, where can they find you on Twitter? Uh, You can find me over at EXP Grind Podcast, I believe. That is the at EXP Grind Podcast. try to post the stuffs interact a lot with certain things i try to have fun i need to tweet more that's always my thing i don't do it Mm -hmm. enough yeah Um, i mean even when you do uh tweet out i do like seeing all the other olds uh reply and uh like share stuff it's always great it's fun to interact with people on there you guys can find me at sean nt s-h-a-u-n-n-t uh, you can also find the Experience Grind page right on Facebook. Just type that in. It's the one with the gear. Check it out. Yeah, but check Kyle, us out. Uh, imagine we're on a cross-country thing following yeah, uh, sure. following Hunt and uh, Leslie across mm-hmm. the country because we're jealous of them, and they're jealous of Lewis and Clark. Of course, we yeah. We have our little Native American lady, probably named uh, Shaquille O'Nella. Um <laughs> With us, so it's fantastic. So we're just following, uh-huh. Uh-huh. better than the movie, right? She's going to be one of our love interests. Probably you. You're the pretty one. Uh, Thank you. I don't think so, but and if we had somebody mm-hmm. watching through the film's glass eye of what bumbling shit we were doing, if you were to break the fourth wall, look at that camera. What are you going to tell those fine viewers to go do? Uh, you can go canoe yourself.